Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And we are back for a big season 2022. It's been a while in between drinks, True Bloods faithful. But you have your boy Deebles on the mic here. I'm hosting. And I've got my man Mads across from me, across the table. How are you, Mads? I'm well, Deeble. I'm happy to be back. We are recording live from my humble abode in East Melbourne, footy central. It is. As I would uh, as I would call it. And gee whiz, we've just dusted away the cobwebs of last year, Deeble, and we're ready to go again. We are, mate. We are. We are. Oh, personally, I'm still stinging from that finals lost opportunity. I know you say it should be water off a duck's back, Mads, but I can't help but still think, as I said, it's that missed opportunity. But I hope the boys can use it as a you know a bit of fire in the belly, as they say, to really fire up into season 2022. Well, I mean, you can't help but think about what could have been, yeah. right? And that's, and that's the frustrating thing when you've got a young side, you want to take advantages, uh, sorry, advantage of opportunities like that. That's... That's the fact of the matter. That's a simple reason. I think that's why, you know, Swans fans uh, across Australia were, were so unhappy with the result. But I'm bullish, Deeble. Very bullish. And there's plenty of reasons to be, you know. It's been a few big outs over the season, but the, I think the ins and um, especially with the uh, the late sign-up of Paddy McCartan, we'll start there, Mads. It's a huge signing and it's, you know, it's been touted in the media for once as, you know, a, a real, you know, steal with, you know, a for, former number one pick, you know, be- been out of the game a couple of years, had issues with his head, but... I believe uh, he was given the uh, nickname Spuddy McCartan on this podcast, yeah. by a, uh, a, a, a former or, or returning or special guest member, Benny. Yes. <laughs> uh, who, who I haven't actually spoken to him about that. I wonder how he feels about uh, about Paddy McCartan. Personally, I love it, Debs. Yeah. We've got a number one draft pick... For bugger all cash, we've given up nothing, and he's 25 years old. It's all upside. They've said, they've ticked him off. He's all good. He's fine. He's, I mean, look, whatever will be, will be. But to to not take that opportunity would have been really negligent by the club, I think. Yeah, look, I, I think it probably would have happened last year if he didn't get rubbed out Belt for someone. You know, yeah. five or six weeks or whatever it was. He would have been taken in the mid-season. But there's an absolute role for him up back. Like, it's made for him. And, and this is a funny, Mads. You'll love this. I'm pretty sure he's been given the number 39 and he looks a lot like oh, Red Grundy. Oh boy, that's big, fantastic! Yeah, big Reg Grundy, and that's that's what we're missing. And ever since we, you know, we lost Reg, that you know the key position uh, back spots have been hard to fill. And you know, we've had Rampy playing, you know, as an undersized defender for you know the last five years, and 
this should be able to, you know, really release Ramps and really use his kicking ability, which we talk about on this podcast a lot. I think Rampy has definitely, you bring up a good point, he has definitely been hamstrung because he's had to be jack of all trades and unfortunately master of none over the last couple of years because we have had a relatively undersized uh, back line. But, look, I love – he's a big man, Paddy McCartan. I also love the intangible synergy, Deeble, of having two sets of brothers in the team. Oh, it's good for I you, love it? that for our footy energies, yeah, Deeble. Yeah, yeah. Look, we love the good footy energies. And, you know, two sets are, – are, are they both twins? No, they're brothers. They're you, brothers. You've got T-Mac and Paddy. Um, and you've got Chad and, um, and Corey Warner. And Corey Warner, too. So – that's definitely going to bring some good energy. We like that. We Absolutely. like that, Dable. Absolutely. But, yeah, look, it just like gets you thinking about our back line and, you know, it probably hasn't been as sturdy um, in the past couple of years, but I think our system has really stood up. You know, we always tend to concede a lot of inside 50s and sort of we have to you we know, absorb. The fo- absorb yep. That's the word we're looking for. Absorb that pressure. And uh, I think... You know, with the likes of Paddy McCartan and, you know, as much as I hate to say it, the name of Sam Reid also may be going back um, as well. Whether he gets a game, who knows. But, you know, there's a a bit more height back there and hopefully it should lead to, you know, a a real shore up in defence because our our attacking flair off half back is where our game starts and I think, um, you know, Paddy McCartan's only going to assist that. Doesn't Paddy McCartan in a way, really hurt Reid's chance at selection. I mean, because... 100% it does. That, that's, that's the thing. I can't really see the room in the back line for both of them. No. I think then we'd be a little bit too tall, personally, Debel. Yeah. Um, because we've already got T-Mac, who's sizable. Then you've got Paddy. Um, you've got Rams, who isn't small. I just... I, I don't know if there's room for another tall there that plays what what I'm assuming is going to be the same role that Paddy McCann's going to play. Yeah, and look, you're trying to re, reinvigorate a, a player who, you know, has been very average the last two, three years. And although he got out on the park last year, I just don't think he, he's... No impact, Abel. No impact. There was no impact. Little to no We're, impact. We are empathetic and we love the boys, Debel. We always have. But uh, let's call a spade a spade. He had very little impact. Yeah. And, and so if I'm, I'm open for, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We've been yeah. doing the same thing over and over again with Sam Reid. We've all wanted him to go to the next level. He hasn't. Um, but I, I just don't – I think that sort of may potentially spell the end for Sam Reid if Paddy can can keep things together. But that brings up another point. We've got depth. Yeah, and, and that's the, the word I was just about to say is it just really adds to our depth stock. You know, if – you know, Buddy's probably not playing every game this year, so Reid's probably going to get his opportunities. And you you got Tommy McDonald to, – not Tom McDonald, um, Logan <laughs> oh, McDonald. Oh, boy. Logan McDonald, Logan McDonald. The, the big fella coming back this year um, after, you know, sort of getting a quick taste for it early in the season. You've also um, got Cal Sinclair as well. Yeah, Sinclair's like, you know, the, the height is there, so it, it's good for our depth stocks. You're, you're 100% right. So I think and I think we're in good – that's why I'm not – that's why I'm so bullish, Debs, yeah. because we've, we've always said – you win flags when you limit the amount of injuries that you have. 100%. Um, or you can cover for those injuries. And I think most places across the ground, we are really, really strong. Yeah. 
perhaps not ruck, really, but the inclusion of Laddams. Hey, you got your, got your boy one. Tom Hickey in the ruck socks, yeah, 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 yeah. We got, but uh, I mean, he's my age now, and I know how I'm moving about <laughs> the park table. I may not be a professional athlete, but I can definitely feel those uh, those knees and hips. Um, but yeah, we do. We everyone knows how much I love Tom Hickey, but um, again. You don't want just one guy doing all the work, yeah. right? Sinkers isn't a ruckman, but we've now got Mr. Adams from Port Adelaide, who, from all reports in that bracking match, put on quite a show. Yeah, look, he, he kicked a couple of nice snaps on the left foot, and it got me thinking, I haven't seen a lot of him personally, Mads, but is he a natural left footer? <laughs> I don't know. He wheeled around on the left twice with two, two um, nice snaps and... You know, he looks like a danger up forward. I didn't see any of his rucking prowess, but he, I think he may be sort of classified as the deep target this yep. year, I think, more than the ruck work. Yep, but he can do both, which yep. is good. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, he's a big fella, the old Peter Adams. He's 202 centimetres, six foot eight in the old Mads, um, and he's... You six know, foot eight. Six foot eight in the old. That's berserk. That's a big boy. You're a big boy. A big boy. Big boy. But, you know, and he's a decent size too, 101 kegs and, you know, he's only 24. So, there's, there's once again, so much upside with a play, play like that. And I think, you know, for a club to want you and trade for you, I think that brings a lot of confidence to the player personally. Oh, yeah. Like when, when you're in and out of a side and, you know, you haven't cracked it in your first six or seven years in the league, for a, a team to trade for you um, and, and get you there, it's, I think that's going to be great to, for his, you know, his mental state. I think you bring up a good point there. To be headhunted, essentially targeted by another club to say, hey, you are what we need. You're going to do everything that you can to prove that they were correct in their assessment of you, right? Yep. So, and I think Peter Adams looks hungry. He wasn't wasn't getting the consistent firsts footy that he that he probably wanted at Port Adelaide. And we have an absolute habit, the best habit you could possibly have, of getting these players that aren't getting a game somewhere and turning them into something special. And I, I hope this is another one of those examples. Yeah, hundred percent, mate, hundred percent, and. So, yeah, Paddy McCartan and Peter Adams, the two um, tested players, we should say, we've added to the list um, in the off-season. And we've had a couple of draftees in uh, Matthew Roberts, Corey Warner and Lockie Rankin. Um, haven't seen much of those guys. A few redheads. A few redheads in there. And then we've also got Angus Sheldrick, who we took with our first pick. Yeah. Um, so I think, what was that, about pick 14, I think? 13 or 14. Can gather the football. I Can guess. find the footy. Um, you know, I think he was a bit of a bolter in the draft. I don't think a lot of people expect him to go as high as he went. But from what we saw in that practice game, I've watched a few highlights. You know, he knows how to find the ball. And he's got a, a nice left foot, which we, we love at the Swannies. And, he, you know, he's a good finisher. You know, he kicked a couple of goals on the weekend and looked really good. Fantastic. That's what we want to hear. And we uh, trust guys like Kenny Beatson uh, inherently. So, um, look, that's um, – well, it's a wait-and-see process, right? And I think the great thing about our football club, Debel, is that we we have a plan and we take our time on these plans. We we did it with Callum Mills. We had him playing his role in halfback and we said, okay, tap him on the shoulder. Now's your time, son, right? Um, we will do the same thing with these guys. We didn't uh, bring Logan McDonald. We, we gave him a few games, gave him a taste and said, hey, 
work on your craft. Will Gould could have just – there's so many times that there are injuries that we could have just brought him in and said, hey, have a run, son. They knew he wasn't ready and they didn't bring him in. Yeah. They'll do the same thing with these guys. Um, and most interestingly, I think the, the biggest piece of information that I've been interested in, Dable, is Isaac Haney and the talk of more midfield minutes because yeah. I think we've, you know, again, just not gone too early in these situations. Yeah. And said, look, now's your time. Because this is a guy who's 25 as well and has been absolutely fanging to, to just cross over to that, that that next level and I think it'll be now. Yeah, 100%. It's probably the the last three years it's always been Isaac Heaney's going to be the breakout player in the competition. And I, I personally think, especially last year, he's just had major, major issues with his body. Yep. And he just hasn't been able to get that continuity in his game and really get up and running. Like... You know, the, the sort of games that stick out in my head, Isaac Heaney, was that one against Melbourne where, um, oh, what's his, Alex Johnson did his knee for the, the, the third or fourth time and then, you know, we were, you know, struggling up forward. Heaney went up there, he kicked goals and then we couldn't win the ball in the middle so Heaney went in there and well, then he's, a, he's taken... He's a to fix it, Dave. And then he's the, yeah. taken, you know, the, the match-saving mark in defence and... Yeah, that's a hard thing to do as a player. Yeah, it's great you've got all this flexibility in your game but... You're going to get the best out of yourself when you're given a chance and you're given a role. That's what we've always said, David. Yeah, mate. Call Give him, him butter. Role. Call him butter because he's going to be on a roll this year. He's going to be give, <laughs> given one. And, and it's going to be – I think it's really good for him because it's just going to be see ball, get ball. But you, and, you, and he's a bull. He's a bull. He's he, a bull. He's, have you seen him without a shirt on, no, David? mate. Like, for look, God's sake. I, I'm telling you what, if I did turn that way, you know, Haynes would be – I reckon I'd be in his DMs in two seconds. <laughs> Absolutely sliding in there. He's a good-looking rooster, but, the old hands. But, but it's for him. It's just about keeping the body right. And, yeah. Um, and if he can just play consistent football, Millsy's obviously been hampered with his Achilles a little bit, which, yeah. as we know, is something that you can't really put a time frame on. It heals when it heals. Um, so Heaney will be will play even more of an important role because we have two very very important games in round one and two. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll just hope Haynes can, you know, live up to the expectation. You know, he's getting that little bit of talk in the media and I just hope he lives up to it. And we know he can do it. I just hope that he can execute and, you know, get it done this year. He's a big one to watch. Now, Debs, we did have a few outs over the, uh, the, the break. Some we didn't really care about. Some we did. We did. We did, Mad. So... Caden Brand, no longer on the list. A little bit stiff, I, I suppose. He sort of did what he could, but just uh, couldn't crack in. His situation is um, oh, sort of similar to Harry Marsh. I just think, you know, surplus to our requirements, but wasn't bad yeah. by any, se- any sense of the word. Yep, I serviceable. Have yep. Sammy Gray really didn't get in there and, and do much, unfortunately. Um, Maddie Ling never got out on the park. No, Injuries. Injury plagued the, his whole whole career and it's it's pretty frustrating. Probably won't get another goal, wouldn't have thought. Yeah. And then that sort of moves us on to the two two big losses in George Hewitt, who will be a loss. You know, George, as we say, loved the role, loved the tagging role. So there there's opportunity for someone to step up, maybe someone a younger player to step into George's you know, footsteps, how he, you know, cut his teeth getting into that side. You know, there's an opportunity. 100%. And, and that's 
the position that I don't think many people at junior level would play. Definitely. You know what you know what I mean? They're back in the day, you know, back when sort of you and I were playing junior footy. Um, you you could you know play that sort of lockdown midfielder tagger role. Yep. I just don't think it's the way it's played at junior level oh, or senior level now. Definitely not. I think they really push away against it. You know, in your yep. TAC Cup and all yep. that type of thing. It's it's really just not a thing anymore. But so that's that's that means it's going to have to be someone who's going to have to just tweak their game a little bit and when needed play that role. Uh, and I think it's a, one of the most underused tactics. And I don't know why in this in this modern game. You know, when a player's dominating, harsh tag, please. Just shut him down, Deeble. Get to him. Get to him. And like, we, like we got to five, you know. That, it's that I, I love watching that. I think watching that is so satisfying when you go, he's having – that's good coaching, Deeble. Yeah. He's having an impact. Go to him. Sit on him. Yeah. 100%. That's it, how you change a game. Exactly. And you've got these blokes ra- racking up, you know, 30, 35, 40 touches. Get to him, Mads. You know, lock him out of the game. It's a, it's utilised, underutilised, 100%. So we'll, we'll wait and see who uh, sort of, you know, make, makes himself available for a role like that because I, I can definitely say it will be required over the course of this year. The other... Is Jordan Dawson. Yeah. His name is mud on this podcast. Personally, couldn't give a stuff what happens to him. Uh, I I think he um, went through a number of injuries. We supported him. We we built him up and he just ran back home, which I think is weak as piss. Um, Mads, and this year, I'm taking a hard stance here, a really hard stance, and it's really pissed me off that he's gone to the Crows as well. And I think... It's 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 really gonna. This is really nuffy stuff. We're getting into. I like it. It is. It, it's really affected. I didn't like the way you went about it, like putting out. You know, to the faithful. You know, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I'm gonna sign on, and then you know, it just lingers on the whole season. And you know, he's not re-signing. You know, Parker comes out and re-signs, and you know, there just wasn't that talk. So it's about honesty, Dave. It is, and I think he was always going back, and I think he's pretty piss weak, honestly. And if I say anything in Swans Group about what Jordan Dawson is doing over in Adelaide, I'm gonna buddy boot him out of any True Bloods, anything that they got to do with True Bloods, because it's just not on. He's dead to us. Swanee supporters, True Blood supporters, he is dead. Unless you have served the club with the utmost immense like record, you know, 200 plus games, getting your role done every week, you know, that's when you can get posted about in a Swans group when you're playing for someone, when you serve the club with absolute flag. loyalty. Yep. You've won a flag or something like that. Yep. Not when you played 60 games, you played one good season and we supported you and, and, and up until, you know, you have one breakout season and you leave the club. So for mine, Mads, he can, get, yours, he can get absolutely stuffed. He's dead to me. And don't you dare post in Swans groups about what Jordan Dawson is doing because if I say it, I think I might spew up. <laughs> Terry Wallace over here. Oh, boy. No, I agree. Piss week. Absolutely piss week. And, you know, come to look of it, he's just got that look on his face, doesn't he, Dable? Just not a, not a man. Not, doesn't, just doesn't bleed that blood's culture, Dable. No, nah, he doesn't. Clearly. Clearly yeah. not. Clearly not. But... 
Good news, Steve. Yes, Matt. We have so many ready-made replacements. Yeah. Better replacements. More versatile replacements. Yeah. Faster replacements. Justin McInerney. Yep. Had equally as big a breakout year as Jordan Dawson For did. Sure. I don't care what anyone says. No, he huge. has been one of the most improved players in the competition. Does anyone talk about him? No, but we do, Deeble. We do. We do. We know the value. He's coming and he's going to provide that beautiful raking boot off half back and set up our forward entries. That's it, Matt. And that, that's what we do here at True Bloods. So we give the, the Swans fans the footy content that they deserve. Matt. Good footy content. Right? And we are back in 2022 to really hit the season running. And we're up and about. And we're going to take a little break here because we're getting up and about. And we're, get, we're going to talk about all the roles of the players upcoming, you know, in the, in the next uh, segment. And we'll be back in two seconds, True Buds. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Dable? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Dable. You know what I don't like, Mads? What do you not like, Dable? I hate how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it? Just kill you. It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there. And please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads? Speaking words of wisdom. Up up the the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Jeez, I'm happy to be back, Table. It's good to be back here, Mads. We're not in a studio, but it's the the humble abode you've got here, mate. It's it's good vibes. It's uh, it's happy days. It's good to be back, and uh, even better, we've got everyone's uh, quote unquote favourite analyst, David King, talking about our man, Paddy McLaren. Have a listen, here, Jared. He looked like Heath Grundy. And I'm not sure whether it's a number 39 or what it is, but behind the ball, centre-half back, he just he sat back. And it's the perfect mix because they're a really good defensive side around the ball. They, they stopped the opposition moving them really effectively, Sydney, over the last 12 months. So to play centre-half back in this lineup is a great time to reset your career. Um, but he, he looked terrific. Intercept marking at will. You know that he's got quality with what he does, ball use and all that sort of thing. And may, and just maybe centre half back suits him r- right now more than than any other position. Um, so it's a steal when the Sydney Swans have both McCartans in the in the back six, uh, one to be more locked on and, and and do a little bit of intercepting. But gee, look good down there. Bloody oath, you look good down there, Kingy. Paddy McClarton. Paddy McCartan, <laughs> mate. We're just getting those uh, you know those cobwebs out early, Matt. It's um, all right. Gee, you look good down there. Oh, you look real good. Oh, boy. I'm keen. I'm keen to see big Spuddy Paddy McCartney. Oh, <laughs> We've got to remove Spuddy We're from our Removing our Spuddy. You know, he will be the best centre-half back in the league. Uh, a couple couple rounds in, I feel, if he gets a bit of momentum going. Oh, we will tout him, Debel. Don't you worry about he, that. He even could be one of our men, Mads. No, he's certainly not Benny's man, but uh, but look, we, we will happily anoint him if the opportunity does arise. Now, Debs. We haven't actually mentioned the big Budwar yet. Yes. Um, which is important to mention because, uh, Faithful, I want you to be very clear about what Diebel and I are sort of doing. I will be in Sydney for round one against GWS at that absolute hellhole yeah, in, in Homebush. Homebush, is yeah. it? No good. Yeah, it's in Homebush. Homebush? Homebush. They haven't played in Homebush for years. It's called the Core Stadium now. Core Stadium? A core. No, no, no. You're going out to Blacktown, mate. No, that's Homebush. That's Stadium Australia. Yeah, it's at Stadium Australia. Yeah, it's at, at the old ANZ where we used to lose every game. 
Mate, that's unheard of. I haven't played there for three or four years. I know. Righto. There's reason for that because we really didn't want to anymore. So yeah, I don't know 100%. why we're doing it. Well, it, no, it's GWS's home game. Yeah. But so then why are they playing at Giant Stadium? I don't know. They just want the, 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 just the AFL, greedy, greedy AFL. Greedy AFL. They want that. They want the people coming through the gate. I've got Off news for you. They're not going to come through the gate. Yeah. Now they're looking. Mate, I'm happy you're going up there, though, just in case just he happens case. to kick the, uh, the five goals. He's chasing that 1,000. But we... 1,000. But Diebel and I will be at the SCG sitting in section 30 along with a couple of other people. If you see us, come and have a beer because it's going to be party time, I reckon. Absolutely. And we'll definitely be um, we'll be putting out a, a bit of a, a social catch-up for the, the True Bloods listeners in Sydney. We'll be um, going to a pub or something before the game. Um, it's a, a Friday night game, so we you know we might get to a pub, you know, at 4.35 o'clock and just really take that nervous edge off, Mads, because, you know, I do get a bit jumpy in my seat, mate. Oh, so don't we both do. I might uh, have a couple of nice jars and we'll uh, hopefully catch up with some of the True Bloods listeners and... You know, round two has some really good feels about it, Mads. Now, Dave's unpopular opinion, I can't wait for him to just kick this thousandth goal and be done with it. Yeah. Because I really think it, it kind of annoyed the hell out of me last year. Last just all year. the talk about Big it. Big time. When just it, shut up. Yeah, we are I, doing magnificent things and all you can talk about is Buddy kicking a thousand goals. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm with you. And... It was really un- unrealistic last year, you know. You so keep, unrealistic. But, and then, like the talk about it was insane. But look, it's it's happening. Hopefully, you know, he stays fit through the this last practice game, and you know, he's fit and firing. He played a practice game, Mads. It's that the first practice game he's pay- played in ten years. I'm pretty sure. Yep. So that's absolutely insane. So he must be flying up there at the SCG, the big Budwar. I have full faith. He looks fantastic. He's. Dropped a few kilos, it looks like. It looks fit as a fiddle. He's hoping we can just keep him on the park. I mean, I've heard people be like, oh, get him to 1,000, then ice him for the rest of the year. Yeah, no, paying for you, finals. You're an idiot. I've heard that too. What on earth? Yeah. It's what, like, how, how could you possibly say that? You've got the, the preeminent, uh, for, for mine, Deeble. For yours, Mads. The, the, the greatest player I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and you, you want to just put him on ice to the finals. That is just insanity. Oh, mate. Well, uh, this is the thing, Mads. If, if he doesn't know his body by now, yeah, exactly. you know, you're never going to know your body. And he's going to put the hand up when he's not right and he's too sore. And look, he, he may even need the nudge along to say, hey, bud, you know, take a week here, take a week there. But he's playing majority of the season. Now, whether that's, you know, 12, 13, 14 games, that's what we need out of Buddy. Yeah, you know, that, correct. That, that amount of games. But, you know, it's not putting him on ice till finals. No. Please, it's absolute insanity. We're paying him over a million dollars a year. That's it. And uh, I think he'd still be dirty on himself for missing that goal in the uh, elimination final where he had the, the oh. opportunity from Buddy's spot on the ground. From his, from his, from his exact spot. spot oh, mad. See... I forget about it. I, I start talking about other stuff and I get really jovial and up and about and then I just remember that elimination final and geez. I'll tell you what, but we will move on quickly because I don't want to be the, the old oh, depresso. We can dissect room. it again if you like, Dable. Um, well, you want um, to talk about James Bell? No. No, please. He, well, how did it? No. We won't. <laughs> we won't. We won't because that's just dangerous areas. But what we might jump into, Mads, is 
We'll just run. Look, I, I've jumped on. Oh, the old footy wire. No, not footy wire. I haven't got footy wire up, mate. But they, if you ever need some Swan stats or stats on the AFL, footy wire is the go. It is the superior site for footy knowledge. I'm you'd, telling you right now. You'd think we're sponsored by them, but I haven't, I've yet to see a dime personally. Yeah, but look, if Footy Wire are listening out there, please jump on, slide in um, to the True Bloods Instagram there or our email address and, you know, get a spawn on board because we're pumping you up on this show, Footy Wire, get on. But we're going to jump into, I've, look, as I said, I've jumped onto Fox Sports and they've done an article on our um, a bit of a preview for the season and they've put out a tentative um, you know, round one team as such. So that, I think that just might be interesting for discussion, Mads. Who's put this together? I don't know. There's a few uh, questionable um, things to – few questionable players as such. David Zeta, whoever that is. Like yeah, right. Big Zeets. Don't know your champion, but look, keep keep batting and we might know you. But he's put, it, put together our 22, so – if there's any key misses, you know, we'll bring it up. Oh, we'll bring it up, all right. So from, from the back line, he's got Dane Rampey, Tommy McCartan, Jake Lloyd. Not, not too many complaints there, yeah, mate. happy with that. Big season for Tommy McCartan ahead. You know, he, he was sensational last year. You know, he really locked down that position at, at centre-half back and he... He's a big rig. His decision making's elite, um, and that's what sort of sets him apart. And I'm confident when he gets it in his hands. And I'm, look, he's only he's only 22, I think. Like he he came into the side as a 17 year old, so um, really looking forward to what T Mac can do this year. He's been an absolute rock, and I have no reason to uh, suspect that that won't continue. Yeah. From the halfback line, we've got uh, personally. Deeble, for mine... For yours, mate. I think this is... He's going to be in our top three most important players of the year. Nick Blakey on the halfback flank. Then you've got Lewis Malikin. Then you've got Harry Current Cunningham. Don't know about Malikin yeah, at centre-half-back. Malikin's our depth player, you yeah. know. I'm playing... Uh, McCartan starts in front of him for mine. Ever since he got injured in what was it? Was it 2020? Yeah, look... Or 2019. He just hasn't been the same. As I spoke about just... Just before with Tommy McCartan, it's the complete opposite with Lewis Malkin. When when he gets the ball, I'm worried. His decision making tends to give away a stupid free kick here and here and then. He's a very grabby. Um, you know, it's I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah, he does, he falls into the the trap of a lot of I think probably below average defenders. When you think you're going to get beaten, you get a hold of the jumper, jumper and yeah. it's just the worst thing you can possibly do with umpiring these days. Yeah, so it's probably McCartan in for um for Malikin. Yep. And then uh, Blakey's going to be interesting coming off um you know what did he do a foot or an ankle or something? Yeah. I can't remember exactly what his injury Against was. Against Gold Coast. That's right. Yeah, bad ankle. Bad yep. ankle, I think. He was in a moon boot. Yeah. Oh, they rolled it inwards, I'm pretty sure. So. I think you'll be fine. I mean, yeah. it's, but, I, but I think it's a key, key season for him. Yeah, hopefully it's that upwards trajectory that we saw last year. You know, he was out of the side and then came back with a real role, with a, you know, given a license to go off that half-back line, run and carry, break the lines. And, you know, he, he's another one who just has to get his decision-making going. Yep. I still remember vividly when we were at that Bulldogs game, um, Back last year, when he just you could see there are a hundred things going on in his mind, and he just needs to make clear, 
concise, quick decisions. And Blakey can be a, a really real superstar of this team. And, you know, he's got the ability there. I'm just hoping he can bloody execute. It just comes with experience, I, I think. I'm, I'm a strong believer that that sort of decision-making, it comes naturally to, to some players. I mean, you look, you look at a, a Luke Parker or a Josh Kennedy, right? Now, these guys were, were naturally gifted the ability to make those quick sort of decisions and, and be really calm in frenetic situations, yeah. right? He, Nick hasn't got that in spades. Yeah. And he, so he's just got to work a bit, a bit harder and learn how to, to sort of operate on that level. But, but look, I think on his day, he is one of our most exciting players, the way he breaks lines. Oh, well, mate, the way – remember that game against GWS last year where we, we started like an absolute busted – footy side yeah down by six seven goals and then he was the one to break that game open and you know hitting buddy on on the lead up and just breaking lines he's an exciting player yep really exciting harry cunningham will do what harry cunningham does great servant of the club sensational Um, servant he um yeah he's a real leader of this side now and he'll be getting it done he's in the leadership uh group now yeah so that's good and well deserved absolutely moves to the center line we've got oflo on a wing Plateaued a lot. Yeah, I, I th- confident in him though. Yeah, so, same ability. Yeah, same absolutely. But but definitely has plateaued. Yeah, hasn't hasn't gotten to the level that I thought he would be. Yeah, but yeah, still confident. Yeah. Still confident. confident. How old is he? He's got to be 23, 20, 23, 24 now. I reckon Oflo. Same uh, age as Will Haywood. Let me have a look. He is, drum roll please, 23. 23, yeah, so I've done all right there. You've done all right. Um, Josh Kennedy in the middle. Um, oh, say he, no more. Yeah, big leadership role, um, as he has been the skipper of this club for a long time, has stepped down, but on field, that's the JP, the JPK leads the way. Oh, yeah. And, and your man, Justin McInerney, on the other wing. And see, that's just excitement, excitement machine. It really is. Um, good finisher, knows where the goals are. Yeah, I J-Mac. can see... Um, I can see Kennedy. See, it's interesting what they've done here. See, this is interesting. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I can see Josh Kennedy spending a lot of time forward this year. Yeah. Quite a good kick for goal. Great um, kick for goal. So, yeah, I could definitely see him resting down there. There's no doubt. I would say he would just be just a smidge below Parker in terms of effectiveness in front of goal. Yeah. Yeah, look, Parker's the best set shot in the competition for my Mads. But for yours, Devil. That's it. And then, and then we move on to the half-forward line, and this is interesting. There's definitely some discussion points here, but he's got Sam Wicks, Logan McDonald, whether he plays straight away, who knows, but I'd love to see him out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one who just needs game time now to really build his confidence at the level. He's had a taste. Um, hopefully Logan can go to that level where he's like, he is, you know, a Max King, that that type of hype. That's the type of player that Logan McDonald can be. Absolutely. Errol Goulden. Nah, Deeble. Brownlow medalist. <laughs> Future Brownlow medalist. You, you've got to have a few dollars on him, don't you? He could just light the competition on fire. The way I think it was the GWS game, it was. Because oh, I was sitting right there, Deeble, and I'd had a few. That's unlike you, man. Uh, it's unlike me. Um, I, he, did, he gathered and just did that spin move out yeah. of the tackle. And I jumped out of my chair and yep. I said, that man, Debel, is a future Brownlow medalist. <laughs> and he is. He is. He's got, 
He's got a bit of Paul Kelly about him. He's so athletic. He's so quick. And boy, can he hit a target with that left boot. Composed and skillful. Yep. You want to talk about decision making? Yep. Yes. Like, I've yes. never seen him make a poor decision. A poor one, yeah. Maybe sometimes bites off a bit, little bit more than sure. you can chew. Sure, but, but that's the decision making is fine. Being 18 yeah. years old. 100%. Um, and then obviously, Wixie on the other half flank. Noticeable admission there is Will Haywood. He's playing. I don't care what you say. Yeah, that's baffling. <laughs> Not even on the bench. Yeah, it's insane. So he's missed one there. Wil- Wilbur's. I love the way Wilbur came back after not being in the side last yep. year at the start. Fantastic. And he's got ability. He's got the, the jump at the ball. One thing I will say about Wilbur's game is I think he's got to get the Dukes out in front a little bit more. Goes with the chest yep. a lot. Yep. And it's something to really – I'm sure they're saying it to him. But, you know, it's a lot easier to get the spoil in there. He's got to get the, the Dukes out in front. You are taught at junior footy level, Dable. You get the hands out the front. Hands out in front. can't punch it because you're either going to get a free kick um, going your way or you're going to take the mark. 100%. So that's what I'd like to see get into his game this year. But he's playing in my side, Mads. Oh, yeah. I agree. Forward line, big bud out of the square. They've got Heaney sitting down there as well. Obviously, we've been spoken about. Um, he will be spending a lot of time in the midfield and perhaps the best small forward in the game um, in the other pocket. So, very, very capable forward line. There. Done, done a hamstring, but as, as we yeah, he's say... he's done a ting. Done a ting, and it must be a relatively bad one because it's four to six weeks, which is on, on the higher end of uh, hamstrings. So. But as we say, we've got that many players. Look... Haywood could just play there anyway. Yeah. You know? No, I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not too worried. Get him right and comes back at the right time. Um, Hickey, Parker, Luke Parker, bloody hell. Ah, Parks. Ah, bloody hell. What a a player. Um, And Callum Mills. Now, Callum Mills, as we know, with Achilles injuries, it's really hard to put a timeline on them. Yeah. They sort of get better when they get better. And Mads, this has been going on for five months now, six months, you know. Um, Sometimes it, it feels good, he plays. Sometimes it doesn't. And and hopefully they can just get on top of it. Because they, they would have done absolutely everything under the sun to try to get this right. And it's still around. You know, it's that Achilles tendonitis type thing. And Because apparently you've got to use it to get it better. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's about managing it. Yeah. Like you can't just sit it there because it'll probably get worse, but... Um, yeah, Jesus. look, we, we, need, we need Millsy. If we want to, you know, really hit the competition hard and, you know, aim for that top four spot, which we went awfully close last year, to aim for that top four spot, we need Millsy up and firing. And it's about getting him right and then, you know, he will be effective as we saw last year, averaging, you know, 28, 30 touches a week and, you know, an absolute bull in the middle like the, the rest of our midfield. Absolutely. Um so, yeah, look, hopefully that, that'll be resolved sooner rather than later. Tom Hickey still, to me, is just one of the biggest revelations going on. Unbelievable, around. mate. We, like the, the, the effect he had on our midfield and our the, the ability for us to, you know, uh, create out of a stoppage was great and he'll um, hopefully go bang again. Can kick a goal too. And, yeah, and great Thomas. finisher. Great um, finisher. Another one to miss one yeah. in that uh, Shut up, Dable. In that Shut elimination up. Shut final. up, Dable. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Doesn't help, Dable. Um, another one that I was talking before about suitable replacements for that absolute coward, Jordan Dawson. Um, Braden Campbell. Yep. 
who is on the interchange as far as uh, Mr Zeta is concerned, but he is a man whose uh, left foot, once again, is, is one of the better ones in the league. 100%. Um, and probably probably just doesn't have the pace McInerney has, but he can slot into that sort of slingshot role as well. Absolutely. And, yeah, using that kicking ability, because not too many players have it. Um, did sort of get a little role sort of going forward a little yep. bit at the end of last year as well. So it'll be interesting to see where he sort of falls. Um, but, yeah, look, he is blessed with a, a lot of talent um, out of the Swannies Footy Factory Academy there. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to what Braden can do this year. Um, much maligned by a former member of this podcast, Dylan Stevens. Yeah. Um, I heard he was okay in the practice match. Um, he just needs to, yeah, just work on his craft. Yeah, and, um, hopefully he I, can... I think he, I think he will be a, a really handy part of our football club moving forward. Though. Yeah, look, he needs to grab um, his opportunities by the scruff of the neck and say... You cannot not pick me. That's yep. the way he has to play or else he's going to be in and out of the side like, like he was last year. And when someone goes down with injury or something, when he gets his opportunity, Dill yep. has, yep. has to go bang and Grab be like, two hands. this is the player I can be. So For sure. And then he's got a Jimmy Rowbottom, um, you know, another one who just needs to stay on the park. And we saw in that first COVID-affected year... Um, How that, good was he that year? Yeah. 2020, boy, oh Yeah, boy. he showed what he can do and just had a, a bit, a bit of a down season last year, I think. But, you know, struggles with his body. If he can get that right, he, he's a player. He's a player. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a player. Absolutely. Um, look, as, as we said, um, people have been screaming out for Will Gould for so long. Yeah. Surplus to requirements at the moment from, from the way I see our backline set up. Well, another one not mentioned in there was Chad Warner. Yep. Um, War- Warner's playing. Warner's playing. Yeah. Every day of the week, Warner's Close playing. Close to playing at that, that final after not playing for six, seven weeks. He'll or be playing round one. 100%. Absolutely. And, and he, yeah, his explosiveness and, you know, ability to take on the game um, is something that this this team nearly lacks a little bit. Yeah. The, the explosive Dustin Martin-esque type player. He, I'm not saying he's Dustin Martin, but he sort of plays with that explosiveness. Well, we'll never forget that goal against Richmond. Oh, Streaming out of the centre bounce and yep. just broke a tackle and shook the MCG to its core. Yep, he'll be another one that, that will definitely be playing. Um, as we spoke about at the start of the pod, Peter Laddams, you know, he's going to get his go. Um, whether we know we play two Ruckman, that type of thing, you know, that might, um, you know, change up Hickey's role a little bit too. He'll have a bit bit of rest. Free, free him up, yeah. Um, so, you know, just be interesting to see how the team dynamic sort of works out this year. And we, with that first official Pracky game against, is that against the Giants too? Uh, I couldn't be. It couldn't be, surely. Surely not. I'm Do, sick of it feels like we play them every second yeah, week, Yeah, I think it's just because of COVID oh, and being can't, in the same state. Can't stand it. But we have North Melbourne. So we've got North Melbourne on Saturday. They just got beaten by 84 points. Yes. So that's on – no, sorry. Is that Sunday? Whereabouts? Sunday Oh, is that in – Probably GS. What's GS? Giant Stadium. So the Swans are playing at Giant Stadium. Yeah, right. Interesting. Um, so yeah, playing North on Sunday, so that'll be a, a nice little watch. Is it? Is it in the Grenache Hour? Or 
it's it's nearly pre just before pre Grenache hour four twenty on Sunday four twenty. So I'd nearly, say that's Grenache. That's, that's, that's Grenache, Grenache hour. hour. Oh look, the three twenty game you call that the Grenache hour, really hundred percent, really. So that'll be nice for Swans fans to you know get a bit of a, a real look at. Um, Dave, you know, have, you, have, you, have you actually watched those KO practice matches? Uh, look, I've uh, only saw the highlights. Bloody hard to do, Dave. It's different bloody compared to, to a, a full-blown... Uh, f- uh, it's like you and I wander down to the suburban ovals, stick a couple of cameras around yeah. and <laughs> sink a few beers and just chat. Chat, yeah. It's, it's funny. Uh, it's, it's, it's rough viewing, but... Um, but look, you just want to get through it injury-free, but you want to go hard and um, very much looking forward to, to round one and round two. I will, um, I'll be following them around, which will be nice. Yeah, absolutely. But that just about wraps us up, Mads. It's been good to be, uh, you know, get a potty out there for the True Bloods faithful. They've been calling for it. They've been in the DMs. They're saying... Screaming for it, Deebles. They're saying, Deebles, Mads, where are you? Where's the potty? And uh, here it is, True Bloods. See the True here Bloods. it is! Here it is. So, you know, you ask and you will receive. Um, but, yeah, no, we're looking forward to a big 2022. Uh, 2022. We've got some really good ideas as well uh, to, to involve the faithful um, in, in, a, in a greater manner this year, which will be really good. Um, it's really exciting. Keep on listening. Keep on contributing because we absolutely love it. There is no point doing this without that uh, that that you know, sort of contribution from, from the faithful. Um, so, yes, another year, Dable. Very excited to be doing it with you. That's it, mate. And, um, yeah, we'll, well, we'll probably be back next week with a bit of a review of the um, the North Melbourne game and, yeah, leading Why into not? round one. So it's uh, been good to be back. And as we always end, every potty mad speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. <laughs>